Hey everyone, this is Reem Saab with a minute of science. Have you ever noticed that women can smell that mild perfume when someone walks in the room more often than men? I bet every woman would agree. Well, a lot of studies have proved it. These studies have shown that sex differences in olfactory perception exist between men and women and that women have increased abilities when it comes to odor identification. Researchers in Prague, however, went beyond these affirmations and wanted to see if olfactory performance depended on a person's sex atypicality or on their sexual orientation. Research shows that sex atypicality is not correlated with sexual orientation. It is rather described in terms of childhood gender nonconformity. Complex words, I agree, barely understand them myself. To clarify, here's an example. A little girl preferring to be Spider-Man on Halloween instead of a princess would be showing sex atypicality since it goes against the norm quote unquote of what society expects from that little girl. But this does not correlate with the probability of that girl becoming non-heterosexual or not. So anyways, to see if order identification is associated with gender non-conformity or sexual orientation, Jan Havlicek and his team in Czech Republic explored inter-individual differences in olfactory performance related to sex atypicality. In the paper they wrote, which is called Olfactory Performance is Predicted by Individual Sex Atypicality but not Sexual Orientation, they hypothesized that, irrespective of their sexual orientation, men who were more gender-conforming during their childhoods would be outperformed by their less gender-conforming counterparts on the test of auto-identification. These less gender-conforming men's scores would resemble that of more gender-conforming women. Their sample comprised of 156 students or alumni, 67 of which were females and 89 were males. Half of each group was heterosexual and the other half was non-heterosexual. The researchers used questionnaires in order to obtain information on the participants' general demographics. They assessed sexual orientation using the Kinsey scale. This scale is used to rate a person's sexual orientation from 0 being exclusively heterosexual to 6 being exclusively homosexual. Also using questionnaires, they assess childhood gender nonconformity and continuous gender, which means how much the gender identity of each participant stayed the same from childhood until the date of the experiment. Olfactory measures were also taken using the sniff and sticks tests. It measures olfactory threshold, discrimination between orders and identification. In order to test olfactory threshold, which is the minimum concentration of a tested odorant that an individual is able to reliably differentiate from a blank sample, the researchers used butanol. So let me give you an analogy. Imagine that you're making brownies. You may only need one brownie in order to identify the smell of that brownie. Your friend, however, would maybe need five to smell the scent of the brownies. These numbers would represent the olfactory threshold. So it's the amount of molecules, let's say, that's enough for one person to detect the smell. 
Butanol was also used to test for odor discrimination, which is the degree to which an individual can differentiate between odors, and so researchers used 16 triplets of odorized pens, two of which were identical, and asked the individuals to guess which one was the odd one. They analyzed their scores using two statistical method tests called ANOVA and MANOVA. Havlicek and his team found that heterosexual men scored significantly lower on identification than the rest of the participants, and heterosexual women scored the highest. Men who tended towards gender nonconformity in childhood exhibited a better ability of order identification than their more gender-conforming counterparts. Also, heterosexual and non-heterosexual women exhibited no reliable differences in olfactory abilities, but the studies did reveal that heterosexual women had a decreased olfactory threshold and so could detect odor at lower concentration than non-heterosexual women could. So to finalize, it turns out that in men, order identification scores were actually predicted by sexual atypicality and not by sexual orientation. In women, however, sex atypicality scores rather than sexual orientation appeared to underlie intersexual variability and olfactory threshold, even though the overall model was not as significant as that of men. I know that I said one minute at the beginning, I lied. This is Reem Saab with many minutes of science. Thanks for listening.